lordy lordy guess who's 70 hi every single person <laughs> my name is jordan reed i'm Lindsay reed and we are the old crusty geezer spooky spouses and this is a podcast about ghosts and stuff each week we talk about things like cryptozoology, how our bones are slowly turning into sand, paranormal stories, and then that sand will create another skeleton, murder crime stories, my neighbor the Wendigo. Sure, but not all together. No, separately. We'll piece and part it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if this is your first time listening to Spooky Spouses, every single week, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to McDonald's King and I will go to Burger Wendy's. And then we come back inside of our house and we discuss what we've researched, quote unquote, with each and every one of you and each other for the very first time. So we all listen together. Everyone, we're all sitting in a big circle, taking our times, chatting about stuff, and we all just listen and go, oh, cool. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> what? Excited. That, being excited. You say, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> you don't say that when you're excited? Uh, well, tell me something exciting. Let me let me see what I do. Um... I just found a million dollars and I'm going to give it to you. Oh, what? Uh, see, I don't say, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. I say, I make a, like a wuh, like a woo noise, but it's slower and not as exciting. It was kind of ghostly. Yeah. Well, oh. there, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you missed our episode last week, we talked a little bit about La Pistolera and her gunslinging days and how she's still out and about and- well. Maybe well, she's still... Maybe. She's older now. Out and a... She's a fighter, though. Well, she might have been a fighter. She might have passed away. Maybe. But <laughs> they never caught her. And yeah. you talked about sleep paralysis. I did. Yeah, I talked about sleep paralysis a little bit. And I talked about some ghost stuff. Oh, yeah, there, there was a cult that burped a lot. And yes. then there was something... Oh, black mold. Black mold. Yeah. And how scientists think that black mold is directly related to ghost sightings because it makes you hallucinate. We also amped up the fact that we were going to Horror Hound in Cincinnati to meet Doug Jones, and we did get to meet Doug Jones. We did meet Doug Jones. We met him. Uh, we, man, if you guys could have seen us waiting around. We said, around, oh boy, oh boy. We said, oh boy, oh boy, oh, oh boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> if you guys could have seen us waiting to meet Doug Jones, there was three separate rooms, or there were three separate rooms where they were having like like different tiers of celebrities. Yeah. We saw Polly Shore. We did. We saw Lori Petty. Um, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Christina Ricci. She was there. Meatloaf. Elvira. Which we, Elvira walked right in front of me. Yeah, within breathe. I missed like, it. Like El Elvira could have smelt Lindsay's breath. And we were waiting there. We're like, man, when is Elvira going to get here? And she walked past us, not in costume, in real life Elvira. And it was hard to tell if it was her or not. And then she walked past us and everyone was like, oh, there she is. Yeah. And we're like, oh, there she goes. Oh, oops. And we were waiting. We were standing right where she would have to walk down to her table for at least 10 minutes or so. And then yeah. she, the the exact thing that we were waiting for literally happened and we, we woofed it. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but then we waited in line a little bit to see Doug Jones, and he hugged us a lot, and we told him about our show, and he said he knew the show. Well, because we bother him all the time. And that's fine with me, <laughs> and that's perfectly fine with me, but it was, you know, I, I know that Lindsay and I make a lot of goofs and jokes, but we really do love Doug Jones, and that was such, I'm going to say, 
a magical experience. It was magical. It was excellent. So, Doug, if you're listening, don't think you are. Thank man, Molly. I don't know if anyone could hear that noise Molly just made, but it sounded like she swallowed a bumblebee and she then she coughed have. it back up. But hey, Doug, thanks. <laughs> well, also some magical things is our what? Our Patreon. Yeah. So we wanted to take a few minutes at the top of our 70th episode. Thanks for sticking around with us. Or if you're a new listener, welcome aboard the the haunted rat boat. Or if you've stopped listening, then guess you'll never know. Well, you obviously stopped listening for some reason, and we're sorry, but we're not sorry. We're sad to see you go. We're sad to see you go, but hey, maybe our show will find you somewhere else. Maybe it was just too spooky. Yeah, maybe you number one or number twoed. Maybe. <laughs> But we wanted to take a few seconds, we've only discussed it a few times, but we wanted to take a few seconds at the top of our 70th episode, our biggest milestone yet, because that's how time works, <laughs> and we wanted to discuss the Patreon with each and every one of you. So for those of you who don't know what a Patreon is, i.e. our parents, uh, or anyone maybe who's not on the internet all the time, Patreon is essentially a website where you can go and help support other shows or other ventures or whatever. So we have a Patreon specifically for the Scavengers Network. It's www.patreon.com slash the scavengers network, and you can help be a patron of our show and of the entire network and you get extra little spooky stuff from us and then you get a bunch of other other content and everything from all the other wonderful shows on the scavengers network that's true we have some bonus content on there from mason and his pals over at i don't know radio there are some bonus myth takes episodes i because i was feeling silly i sent colin our big beautiful boss baby some bonus stuff as well and you can get access to all of the bonus content that the scavengers Network shows have to offer just by going to the Patreon and becoming a donor. So there are different tiers of donation. For $1 a month, you can be a Scav supporter and you can help buy us a cup of coffee, essentially for a dollar. There's $2 a month for the Scav Extra. There's $5 a month. You can be a Scav friend. There's $10 a month. You get a monthly shout out on the shows that you support because you're helping to keep our network going. And the highest level is 20 bucks a month. You are part of the Scav fam. And the text here reads, you're a lovely human being that believes in us and just wants us to live our best lives. You'll get all the previous levels of benefits, a free shirt every single year, first dibs on tickets to live shows when we begin doing live shows, and a bigger discount in the Scavengers Network store on scavengersnetwork.com. So head over to the Patreon if you feel like it. If you listen to our show and you want to help support our independent DIY podcast and other shows on the network, patreon.com slash the scavengers network and start spooking and uh, friendin friendin i guess with, with i us. don't know i feel like if we had the extra moolah we could go investigate some cool places i mean really anything spooky related we absolutely could and a lot of people make the connection like if you pay 10 bucks a month for an online streaming service for music or for Hulu or Netflix or Google Play or whatever, but you're listening to at least our show or a few shows on the network, I guess lucky for the general population, podcasts are free. But if you're listening a lot and you're enjoying it, why not show you're invested and become a member of our Patreon and help the network grow? And we will love you forever. We will. And then maybe we will send you free locks of our own hair every Or Doug year. Jones's hair. We did steal a little bit of Doug Jones's hair. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> no, we did not. We did. We did not, though, for real. Well, I believe you are first this week. Me or Carol, our friend? 
Oh, yeah, you didn't say who the show was for. Oh, okay. So this week, this show is for every single person who is listening right now because we've been doing this for 70 episodes, which is what, 25 years? Uh, <laughs> something similar. I'm bad at math. But I think this is for each and every one of you who's come back and who's been with us for a while or you're just joining. Everybody. Yeah. Every single person. I hope there's a Carol in there somewhere. So, Linz, I do have some breaking booze. Yeah. And this, to me, is... I know that some breaking booze, especially when it comes to cryptids, is a little bit hard to believe. This one I do not believe at all. Okay. But... I thought I was going to go the other way. I thought you were going to say, I totally believe this one. I do not at all. Okay. I feel so, like there's more of those than there are, I believe this one. I think that's okay. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but let this one serve as a template or how not to submit evidence on cryptozoologynews.com. Okay. Because this person took a lot of liberties. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's I supposed to say? Okay? You oh, waiting. no. I mean, you say whatever you want. Whatever okay. you want. I don't care. Okay. Uh, so this person said that they saw a dog man. Now, they're oh. hopping on the dog man train because a few episodes ago, or a few episodes, there was a recent, or there, there was sort of a, what's the word? A pattern. Or seeing dog men was kind of like on brand, I guess. Right. There were a lot of dog man sightings. So the, the dog man essentially, for the uninformed, I think is supposed to exist mostly around Michigan. But this happened, it uh, doesn't say where. The person didn't even say where they were. So they did attach two pictures of this dog man that they saw. Yeah. Drawings or? No, actual oh, photographs. photographs. Okay. Uh, but it's quite literally nothing at all. It's dark and it's just kind of like an orange reflection of something or like a brighter reflection of something mm -hmm. far away. Or it looks like someone with a, I don't know, with a hoodie peeking out from behind a tree. It's really bad. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm showing Lindsay the picture now and it's just, it's it kinda, not good. Eh, let me see it. Okay. Don't order anything on Amazon. Just look at the picture. Well, I was, oh, then I don't want to see it. Yeah. It just looks... I'm not sure what, I don't know what I'm looking at, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's just. It doesn't look like anything unusual. Like if I were in the dark and I saw that, I probably wouldn't look twice. Yeah, I agree. So this person saw a dog man and uh, allegedly, I'm at not At least he tried to get a picture though. That like a lot of people just are like, well, no, I'll draw it for you. True. And this photo was taken in the dark and it's either lighted up or illuminated by a porch light or maybe their car headlights or something. Okay. It kind of looks like. But here's what this person said. Here's a small snippet, which is, I think, leave this out if you want anyone to believe your story. Quote, I wanted to send this photo too. Similar creature to what me and wife seen a few years back. It turned from human to wolf creature, then went into a fog with lightning and was gone. Hmm. So not so only- it was magic. It was magic. Not only did this person see a dog person, but it was a human first. It morphed into a wolf creature, and then it went into a giant fog full of lightning and disappeared. I think they have it all wrong. I don't think they saw a dog man. I think they saw a wizard pretending to be a dog man and then disappeared. <laughs> that could have been it. That could have been it 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's that was really like the only good breaking booze that I saw. Hmm. Uh, and I think 
if you want your story to be credible, leave out lightning clouds and leave it as vague as possible, kind of, but also a few nuggets of well, information. Well, maybe when they were taking a picture, they accidentally had their Snapchat going. So it oh. added the effect of like the puppy dog ears and the lightning bolt clouds. So, so you they think... thought that that's what happened, but they were like, was that the Snapchat filter or was that real life? I could see that because I think everyone looks at Snapchat and their gram all the time, especially yeah. with the fun filters that you begin to lose sight of reality and what's a filter and what's not everybody a filter. starts looking like a puppy dog face look at look at the 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 hashtag that's been going around no filter and that's to let people know this is real life there's not a puppy dog <laughs> i'm not actually a puppy dog there's but no I've filter seen, you know what i've seen people post no filter on stuff and i'm like you have a filter on it i've seen that as you're well you're lying yes why lie about it Hashtag lying about filter. Hashtag yes filter. Hashtag don't want you to see what I look like in real life. Hashtag no filter. Hashtag just kidding. Hashtag no filter. Hashtag is it? <laughs> that's all one. Oh, that's so all one thing. So it confuses you. So you're not really lying about it because you're saying like you're just kidding, but at the same time. But you are kind of kidding. But you are. But you really have a filter on it. Yeah. I could. Okay. I think I understand. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, really quick. I I wrote this down. While I was searching up other breaking booze, you know those ads that pop up that it's like one weird medical tip that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There was this one. I just saw a photo. I didn't think you were going to say tip, by the way. Oh, well, I did. (laughs) (laughs) T-I-P. Let's emphasize the P. Yes. Okay. What did you say? Emphasize the P? That was I, that's what usually I'm told to the doctor when I'm having oh. <laughs> problems number oneing. Okay. The doctor will say, "Now emphasize your P." <laughs> it's seventy. We're feeling silly. We're silly. We're at seventy. When you get older, you can say whatever you want, right? Yeah. That's what our parents do. Yeah. Just listen to the episode we did where we interviewed our parents. They just say whatever they want whenever sure they want. Sure do. Uh, but I saw one of those photos about like a medical tip like a weird new thing to cure arthritis. But the photo of it was just a person's legs and they were balancing two glasses of what looked like Coca-Cola on their knees. And that was the photo I saw. So, hey, breaking booze, if you have arthritis in your knees, according to a photo I saw on the internet that said new breakthrough arthritis something or other, you balance two glasses of Coke or Pepsi on your knees. Put that soda on your knees. Put that soda on there. That's how you know you have good knees. Oh, hey, cool knees. Can you balance soda on them? <laughs> I sure can balance soda on my knees. Okay, so anyways, spooky thing. <laughs> Ready for? Well, I think that's spooky because that's yeah, in like witchcrafty stuff. Modern soda? day. Well, balancing soda on your legs. One could say that that's a form of homeopathic medicine, and then one another one could say that homeopathic medicine or homeopathy is like bare bones witchcraft. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how it's spooky. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for the most intense topic I have I've brought in to date? Yeah. Well, um, I can tell you were excited this morning. Because well, I told you. Because you, you said you were excited. I am excited. And that's what I said this morning. Well, I'm morning. excited. You're excited. I'm done messing around. Okay. So I know, and we both know, that aliens walk among us disguised as humans, right? You know this, Lens. I guess. I mean, we were just at the grocery store on a Sunday. Full a of, of weirdos. <laughs> yeah. if, man, at the grocery store on a Sunday, we've commiserated about this before. That's one of the spookiest places on earth to be. Yes, it's, yeah, it's odd. A lot of weird smells, a lot of weird people. 
So if you, if, if you were to tell me if scientists were to release a study and say 40% of the people at any grocery store on a Sunday in the afternoon are aliens, I'd go, oh, yeah, all right. So let this be a call to action. If we know, are there any listeners of our show who are actually aliens disguising themselves as humans? You are being called out today. You better watch yourself. You better watch myself watch myself <laughs> well because we just watched eyes wide shut by stanley kubrick and he was a whistleblower for illuminati and then he died afterwards yeah well so you better watch yourself with this aliens so i will uh, the grocery the kroger aliens are gonna come get you uh, yeah <laughs> all the aliens in the produce section they're gonna maim you with oranges well i wouldn't be surprised because when i worked produce in oregon a lady would come in holding a crystal on a string and would dangle it above her produce to pick her produce. Well, because it makes it special. Yeah? Okay. Now, she was probably a Gremulac from Kremlor. Oh, boy. I bet you. The so worst kind. My, I know. So, everybody, listen up right now. If you have a pen and paper, if, you, uh, if you're driving, don't worry about it. Listen to our episode later. But I have ways to tell if your friends or family members or co-workers are actual aliens disguising themselves as humans, because there are different ways to tell different types of aliens. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. When you wrote these down, what, did you think of a couple of family members or friends that you thought of? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Maybe when, when I get done go, going through this list, I think that you and I, we need to say if we're, if we're going to be trailblazers and we're going to make people not afraid to call them out, we need to say some people who we think are aliens. So this list will tell us how to detect reptilians and other obvious aliens, such as the men in black. Now, this list thinks the men in black are aliens. Okay. A type of alien race I've never heard of called tall whites. And I think mm. I thought that was a drink at Starbucks. I, think that, I thought that was just us. Yeah. In general. Just tall whites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and another alien race called the Nordics, who oh. I thought those would just be tall whites, but I guess they're <laughs> yeah. not. There are others said to have hypnotic abilities or technology that allow themselves to camouflage themselves as humans as well. Okay. So if you think anyone that you know is a part of the men in black, which according to this list, again, is not a government agency, but it's they're either robots or aliens. Okay. You can identify them by appearance. They have no facial hair. They're very pale and they appear to be bald or they're wearing obvious wigs. That's one. What if they just have alopecia? Maybe alopecia is created by an alien race <laughs> and they're actually aliens. Okay. Think about that. All right. They have very large blue eyes and they often wear sunglasses. Hmm. They wear long black trench coats, a black suit, a white shirt, a narrow black tie, a narrow black tie, and a fedora hat all the time. Can you think of anyone that you know? No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> Like, it's obviously describing a men in black. Yeah. So if you know anyone and you're like, wouldn't it be so funny until someone's read this list, they just didn't realize that. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. My friend Roger always wears a black trench coat. Always He's always wears a sleeping suit, in it. And he always wears a fedora and sunglasses. And he doesn't have any hair. So he's a... So the are the Blues Brothers aliens or the, men in black? They might be. Okay. The last one for the men in black, they appear emotionless. And talk in a monotone or robotic manner. 
So those are ways to tell if your men, if if your friends or family members or anyone that you know is a men in black for sure. There's no other. There's no other explanation. Gotcha. Now the Nordic. Now I didn't know anything about the Nordic name for aliens. What about the tall white? I'm getting the tall white. Okay. okay. <laughs> so there is this race of aliens that I guess started popping up in 2016. So the Nordics are a relatively new species of aliens called the Pleiadians. That's a part, that's a type of Nordic. No, well, Nordics are Pleiadians, but oh, Pleiadians okay. is too difficult to say. Okay. Even for someone as smart as me? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Pleiadians is difficult to say, so they just call them Nordics because they looked like they fit the bill for someone from Norway right. or Scandinavia in general. Uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, relatively tall. Okay, so identifying characteristics of Nordic aliens. You ready? I'm ready. If you know anybody who's tall, has blonde hair. Nope, nobody. Has blue eyes. Not a person I know. Physically beautiful. Nope. But with a slim athletic body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? So that one fit the bill. So now you might know some Nordic aliens. Aside from their Nordic physical appearances, Pleiadians can be distinguished by their personal interests or concerns. So if you know anyone who fits those bills aesthetically, they have a concern for the planet, a concern for the entire development of the human race. They believe in the healing arts. Or if you, if, if you know anybody, and I'm quoting the list here, who serves as a guide to assist humans in their soul growth. So like yoga quote. instructors. Now we're talking. Bunch yeah. of aliens. Because I guess uh, uh, according to this list, the Nordics or the Pleiade Pleiadians. Uh, they can't bend their bodies all crazy. They can in wacky ways. In wacky ways. But I guess the Nordic alien race is designed or their, their purpose here is to promote the growth of the human race and to save the planet. Well, that's good. It is good. If Everybody always thinks the aliens are trying to hurt us, but maybe they're trying to help us. Yeah, I bet you they are. Hmm. Have you been to a with Whole yoga. Foods? With yoga. You been to a Whole Foods recently? Do you think they all shop at Whole Foods? Like, I don't think maybe Kroger oh, is where oh. we got to worry. All the aliens probably go to Whole Foods. Well, at least all the Nordics do. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. The men in black go to Kroger. They don't make as much money. Yeah, men in black might just go to Walgreens and, you know what I mean, buy some candy and some eggs. Some toothpaste. Yeah, some to toothpaste. Mm, nourishment is what they say. <laughs> okay, now how to tell. This one's difficult. How to tell if someone is a reptilian. And the reptilian aliens are also shapeshifters. Okay. So this can get tricky. Do you know anyone who has a sensitivity to both hot and cold temperatures? Well, don't most people? Well, maybe. Okay. okay. Reptilians have very keen eyesight and hearing. They have piercing eyes. Now, these next few kind of are, are dead giveaways. They do have a bifurcated tongue or a forked tongue. Oh, so you have to kiss people to find out. Yeah, give them little kisses. <laughs> little Great. Kiss, little kisses. Okay. They have they have webbed feet. You notice uh, someone has frequent changes in their appearance, such as their hair color or their whole style, like a whole wardrobe uh, change frequently. Okay, or they're just having like a midlife crisis. Or they're an alien. There's no other. Okay. There's no other option. Uh, or they have a lot of rashes. I always have rashes. Well, darn it. I don't now, have any of those other things. You though. do not have a bifurcated tongue. You don't have webbed feet. No. You are sensitive to hot and cold. I am. Mm hmm. More so cold. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you and I need to have a talk. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, well, Lindsay, I'm sorry. 
your favorites, the tall whites. Yeah, I don't now, know why they're my favorite though. Oh, because you were just asking about oh. them. So I just, I, I stored it away in my head that they're your favorite. Okay. <laughs> so I think that tall whites are really easy to spot because they're extremely tall and they're white. Okay. So I think that's basically how you know. That's it? That's the only descriptors? Kind of. This is what it says about tall whites. The tall whites are a type of alien with very little information given about the species. Huh. Hmm. One could say that about all aliens. I was going to say, who's writing these things down about the other aliens? Aliens? Uh, Experts. Oh, expert aliens. They're like, this is what we do. Yeah. Hey, guys, just in case you need to know uh, what we look like if one of your friends is posing as us, we're sensitive to hot and cold. We rash easily they actually a lot lot of these aliens kind of sound like a lot to be around like man this is tiring yeah the tall whites are said to be tall and white and very and very enthusiastic about earth culture uh it's believed good yeah it's nice older tall whites can reach about 10 feet tall while younger adolescent tall whites can blend in normally because they're around maybe five to six foot tall okay uh i guess supposed documents that an NSA whistleblower, Edward Snowden, when he did WikiLeaks, the documents supposedly identify tall whites as an alien race that is the real, true ruling government power of the entire United States. Oh, so are Edward they kind of like the Illuminati? Yes, but they're very tall and white. But they want the best for the Earth. I think so. Well, it doesn't really, it doesn't necessarily say that they want the best for Earth. The Nordics do. The, the tall whites are just very interested in Earth. Okay. So interested maybe like, oh, good real estate. I'm interested okay. in this earth culture. Take over. Wipe them out. Yeah. Government stuff. Yeah. Okay. So if you, listener, show these signs, if you know anybody that shows these signs, contact, I'm going to say contact us immediately. Yeah, but we can't do anything about this. You would just basically uh, tell us and then we would read it and get stoked for a minute and then probably not do anything yeah. to help you. I might call the police <laughs> and say... If it's really serious, then maybe don't call us. Yeah, or yeah, call the cops yourself and just say, listen, think my buddy's an alien. They're very sensitive to the cold and they do have a rash on their elbow. So if you need to put them on potential reptilian list or something, I don't know. I'm not sure if they have those. Or they're just, they're sensitive. Could be. You're either sensitive or an alien. Yeah, seems unlikely that you would just be sensitive. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's my list. Those are those are well, the criteria. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I you know I hope that this doesn't cause an uproar of people calling out their friends and family about being aliens. But if it does, maybe that's what needed to happen. I think so. You know, and we're starting a revolution. Yeah. If there's one thing people can say about our show, Lindsay, it's that it's very controversial. Yes. And very hard-hitting and very factual. Yes, 100%. Yeah, so you heard it here first, everybody. (laughs) Your friend's got a rash? Might be a reptile. So, Lindsay, would you like to do some haunted housekeeping with me? I think we should need to tidy up. I think you're right. It's spooky dirty in here. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Well. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. (laughs) So, let's go get some ointment for our reptile rashes. Yes. And then we'll come back and then we'll dive into your topic. Cool. Okay. We will see each and every one of you in three, two, one. (laughs) 
our extremely haunted show is brought to you by Vidi Space. Vidi Space is an online spooky streaming service started by our buddies Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint. You can find everything spooky on there, including us, and it's really scary. <laughs> yeah, I think just the fact that we're on there is terrifying. Vidi Space is an app that you can download on your iPhone or your Android. You can also go to vidi.space on your computer and search a bunch of super spooky content, documentaries about Bigfoot, alien stuff. Maybe you want to watch some more creepy things about the men in black because this show just really inspired you to do it. Go right ahead. Start streaming and screaming. You can go to vidi.space, that's V-I-D-I dot space, and get a 15-day trial for free and browse all the content you'd like and then see what you think. And then maybe you just want to be spooked and scared and scream all the time. You can do it. We also are a proud member slash part of the Scavengers family at the Scavengers Network. That's true. The Scavengers Network was started by our big, beautiful boss, boy, baby, baby, boy, boy, Colin M. Parker. And it's home to a lot of wonderful podcasts and some YouTube vids as well. You can check out podcasts on there like new shows, Insanely Haunted, I Dunno Radio, Myth Takes, a tabletop role-playing game podcast, the new show Morgan Needs a Podcast by with, with our buddy Morgan Spatola, all sorts of stuff. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com or check out the Scavengers Network on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook and stay up to date with all your pod buds. Welcome back. <laughs> Lindy was really far away from her microphone and then shot up to her microphone just to say welcome back. Well, because I was excited to welcome everyone back. Welcome back. All of our alien listeners. Yes. Um, This week, I got a bunch of little tidbits. Timbits? Little Timbits. Those little donuts that you get at Tim Hortons. I've never had a Timbit. They're good. I mean, they taste like donut holes. Oh, okay. That's what they are. Sure. But um, I have some cute stories. I have some weird stories. I have some unusual things. Okay. Uh, like you own a few unusual, th- uh, unusual things <laughs> personally? Yes, yes. Unusual. No, just some unusual little like facts that I guess are really funny. I do have kind of a breaking booze um, and it's really, I'll, I'll say it's really cute. Okay. That sounds great. That sounds great. But it starts off kind of scary. So it is scary. Uh, uh. Um, do you want that first or do you want my fun little game that I didn't know existed in the 1920s? Well, I kind of want that one. Okay, well, it's not a game that we can play right now. It's okay, just that's a game fine. that they used to play. So, back in the 1900s, 1920s, they used to play a game called Horse Manning. What? It was called Horse Manning. It was really, really popular. It is where the subject would pose in such a way that it would appear that they don't have a head. And then somebody else would pop their head up somewhere just seeing the head to make it look like the head was detached from the body. Okay. And it was really popular to do this and take photos. And I think that we should start, like, you know, people do planking and stuff and they take photos of it. Yeah. We should do horse manning. So, like, in the picture that they show here, a girl is laying with her whole body on top of a picnic table. And obviously her head is draped over the other side. So you just see her body laying on the picnic table. Yeah. And then it looks like her sister just has her head popped up on the other side of the picnic table as if her head was detached from her body. Ow! I punched the table. Let me see. (laughs) Hold on. Uh, 
Oh, that's funny. And you take a picture of it. So I'll have to post some pictures of Horace Manning, but it was really popular. It was definitely made popular because of the Headless Horseman yeah. and the Sleepy Hollow legend. Horse Manning. Horse Manning. I think this would be such a fun game to play. Yeah. With all of our fun fans. I mean, because all you got to do is like you make sure you have two people. I mean, don't actually detach your head. Yeah, please don't. If you do, then you win, I guess. Because yeah, you've committed. But then you can't be around to enjoy the, the the prize. Okay, so my first story that I said was really cute. A guy from the UK named Stephen McKears, a 72-year-old man. He's a retired electrician. Okay. Um, He has a shed in his backyard of a garage where he keeps all his tools and he still fiddles with things and has a bunch of nuts and bolts and everything like that. One could say that he tinkers. He tinkers around in his garage. Well, he thought he was going mad recently and thought that he had a ghost in his shed because he said he's not the cleanliness person when it comes to his shed where he goes and works on stuff and usually leaves his tools out and the bolts and nails and everything are kind of scattered on his work table. And when he would wake up in the morning, all his stuff would be put away in a box. Okay, so ghost or not, I love that it was tidy and nice. Yeah, so something was cleaning up after him. Good, it's the slobby, <laughs> slobby tinkerer. So once he started realizing this was happening, he purposely left things out to see if the next day they would be cleaned up, and sure enough, they would. Okay, maybe he had a nanny he didn't know about. Well, this went on for about a month. That's a long time. So he tells his neighbor, Rodney Hallbrook, (laughs) about it. And Rodney doesn't believe him. He shows him, okay, I'm going to leave all this stuff out. We're going to go to sleep. And then the next day, I guarantee you, it'll be picked up. Yeah. Sure enough, it was. Cool. So Rodney's like, okay, we need to set up a camera. This is weird. I don't know why this is happening. So, and there are some pretty big things. They said that he had plastic tubing, some large screws, plastic leads, nuts, bolts. Um, He even had a pair of pliers sitting out. And they set up a video camera and they went to bed. And the next morning, they were so shocked to what they saw. What did they see? So they woke up and you can actually watch this video online. I think it was on... Sky posted it on their website because I think it was so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But on their video camera, just a black and white video camera, you see a little mouse come and pick up all his stuff and put it in this little bucket. A mouse? A mouse was tidying up his stuff every single night. Oh my gosh. And they videotaped it and this mouse did it for another month from like around midnight to 2 a.m. So this mouse just wanted to have a chore. Yeah, this mouse was even lifting objects that were twice its size. Holy smokes. And tidying up all the screws and bolts. Now, they have no idea why he kept doing it, but he just kept tidying up his workstation. Man, that's adorable. And it was super cute, but meanwhile, he thought... Like he had a ghost. He didn't know if someone was like breaking in and living in there or what was going on. So Turns out it was just a cute little rodent. So mice are just miniature rats and rats are adorable and <laughs> we do love rats. Yeah. So this mouse is just hanging out. He has 
now realize what has happened and he cleans up after himself so the mouse doesn't have to work so hard and he just leaves the little mouse treats every night. I was going to say he leaves the mouse treats and like maybe like a little mouse treadmill so you can still get some <laughs> get some exercise. Get some in. exercise. You can watch this video. It's very, very adorable. Oh my God. Gosh, and I he really love is that. just tidying up. And they think that it's just weird because usually mice would like take stuff out of a container or something if it was living in it. But he just literally tidies up his workbench every night. That's my type of mouse. <laughs> I love that so much. That's so great. Okay, so that wasn't super spooky, but it was, you know, he was freaked out because he thought he had a ghost. But sure, that was a starter party off. Yeah, because this is now a party. <laughs> Well, I you didn't ask me, uh, and I'm over it now. But it was very, you know, rude. You didn't ask me about my game that I used to play in the in the 1920s. What was that? Not horse manning. No, it wasn't horse manning. But I used to play a game in the 1920s. What's that? You want to know about it? What? It's called "Is This Water Safe to Drink?" (laughs) Where you find out later, yeah, if your body accepts or rejects. Yeah. Well, I guess it always rejects. Oh, because you number one. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about number one a lot in this well, episode. Well, you have. No. Okay. You have. But uh, but yeah, I think that that was my game I used to play with me and my friends. Is this water safe to drink? And for the most part, it was okay. Yeah. We'll have to do a picture of us horse manning so then people can see what it is. Yeah. Maybe we can start a hashtag. Hashtag horse manning. A hundred percent. Yes. It's really creepy and cool. Yes. Uh, do you want to be the head or the body? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Think about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, the next uh, little fact I guess I have is um, the bone trumpet. (laughs) Now, you're taught this is not a euphemism for anything. No. Okay. No. Okay. I wanted to make sure because this is a PG show. Yes. (laughs) It's one of the oldest and most famous instruments in Tibet. I love Tibet. Well, they have a thing called a bone trumpet. It is actually made. Well, it is also known as a kangling. 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 Um, it's made from the human thigh bone. Gooey. And at some point, a Buddhist monk uh, cut off the end to make a mouthpiece. Okay. So yeah, the they bore holes in it. They usually decorate it. It usually has really intricate carvings into it. But cool. I guess a human thigh bone is very delicate, so you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make holes for the air to pass through. Yeah, it's just a really big tradition that I guess they do in Tibet. It usually has carvings that are really intricate, like I said, um, of mythical dragons. Oh, what? How you just you, you were just gonna read past <laughs> that part? That's great. They've dyed it, or they've painted it silver. They have leather wrappings. So you're saying you're not only is it a trumpet made out of a human bone, but they carve dragons on it, paint it silver and wrap leather around it yeah uh okay this sounds super cool (laughs) even cooler than a little bit ago yeah it was often uh paired with a drum that they made from the tops of human skulls okay 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 (laughs) wow known as damaru i guess that's the drum so like if you're having a tibetan band yeah you need to like sacrifice one of your members, I think. Yeah, or at least some people you know, because usually it's like, hey, guys, I'm really sorry to bring this up, but I really want to start a band. And they're but, like, oh, God. Well, they're like, well, we're going to have to draw straws. Great. Who's see getting... who's going to be the instruments. Yeah. What well, do you want to play in the band? I'd love to play bone trumpet. I don't want you... <laughs> I don't want to be the bone trumpet or the damaru. I don't want to be the skull drum. We really have it easy over here when you're starting a band. It's usually like, okay, we need a drummer, a singer at least one bass player and a guitar player, minimum. 
right? Right. Uh, it's nice that you don't need a human sacrifice to start a band. Well, do you know how you played these? The human bone, the the bone trumpet. Usually, yeah, they the drums would be played with the right hand, while the trumpet was played with the left hand. Wow. Okay. Because it showed wisdom and power. I think that shows a lot of power. <laughs> I mean, I can't play one instrument with two of my hands. You just, hey, listeners, Lindsay is learning right now to play the mandolin. You just I bought am. a mandolin. So I'm gonna have a spooky mandolin party here soon. Yeah, I'll build myself. you. How about this? How about this? I'll yeah. cut off a part of my body. Okay. Uh, and I will out of the bone. Maybe I'll cut off my one of my toes and then I'll carve the bone so you can have a pick made out of my bone. You can Perfect. play your mandolin with it. I feel like there is bone picks. There's gotta I got a bone. There's... I got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> There's got to be bone picks. Well, the songs that they played on these instruments symbolize the symbology of life and death. Oh, you don't say. Um, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. They also used it to better understand the emotional attachment they have in their own bodies. Sure. Um, but it also was a method of calling angry or evil spirits into a ceremony. Okay. These players would usually play and that would demonstrate that they were they had no fear of the underworld. Wow. Yeah, I mean, typically, if I were to see a person playing a bone drum, a damaru, and uh, whatever the trumpet's called, I uh, I would think, you know, I bet you they're not scared of much. No, I feel like if you're going to play a human thigh bone in the top of someone's head, I don't think you, you really, you're really scared of much. No, I think you're probably set. You're probably fine. I wonder fine. if, like, you have to kill the person or, like, they're already dead. Yeah, how do you procure? Because, like, you couldn't just go to, like, a guitar center and pick up a, a skull drum. Yeah. Well, maybe in Tibet you can. Maybe it's that simple. Maybe. Or, you walk or in... like, maybe that's when you donate your body. Oh, like on their driver's license. Yeah, like. Instead of organ donor, it has, like, a. Like a... Tibetan metal band. Yeah, it has, donor. like, a like a, uh, a music note or, like, like, an eighth note emoji. And then it's like, oh, look, good. They're an instrument donor. <laughs> and then you harvest <laughs> well, their stuff. I mean, it kind of makes our metal bands look wimpy. Oh, for sure it does. Because they're, oh. like, playing human bones over there. And they're yeah. like, we're. We're playing this because we're basically summoning evil spirits and showing them we're not scared. Yeah. Oh, cool. You got long hair and you bought an Ibanez. <laughs> Big whoops. They killed a killed a dude, took his leg and his head. Well, we don't know if they kill him. Well, in my fiction, they did. But so, I mean, you still have to have a you have to have a body. Oh, they kicked the guy to death. They kicked <laughs> his head right off and they kicked his bone out of his leg. We don't want to kick him too much because then you'll break his bones. Yeah, it's a You don't really... want a broken trumpet. Yeah, because then how do you get that repaired? You got need, you need another bone. <laughs> you have to go to a bone huh. repair expert? Yeah, a BRE. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> well, my last little uh, thing is about a killer. Now, I don't really know how to say his name. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. Steven Tyler. <laughs> Steven Tyler. <laughs> um... He was a serial killer, Diogo Alves. Whoa, what a name. Uh, yeah, but we'll just call him D.A. because... D.A. <laughs> because I don't know if that's exactly how you say okay. it. Dirty Anthony. But he was a serial killer. He was born in eight, or 1810, um, and he worked at a young age as a servant in the homes of wealthy citizens in his capital. At the age of 26, he began working in homes along a waterway where there was a giant bridge that crossed over. 
Okay. So when people would go sell their stuff in the city, they would have to cross over this bridge to basically get back to their homes. Well, he came up with a really great idea, and he's like, okay, they just went to the city. (laughs) Was it actually a great idea? (laughs) No, it was a bad idea. Bad idea, but great, probably for him until he got caught. But he was like, okay, they're going to go to the city, sell all their livestock or anything and make a bunch of money. And as they come back across the bridge, I'm going to wait for them, rob them, and then push them off the bridge. See ya. Splash. Splash. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, he did this. Um, They think that he at least sent maybe 70 to 80 people to their doom. That's a lot. The thing that was not alarming to the police, well, you have to remember this is 1810 as well. But the police thought that it was just a bridge that people were using for suicide. Oh, okay. But then when it started becoming 70 to 80 people, he was like, I don't think this is copycatting anymore. I think someone's throwing him over the bridge. Yeah. At what point, like even 40 people, you're like, man, this bridge must really bum people out. Yeah. So, yeah, because the bridge was 213 feet tall. That's really tall. Above the water. It's very tall. Yeah. So it was pretty tall. Yeah, you die, I think, when you hit the water. Now, I'm... Almost exactly six foot. So yeah, taller than me. A lot taller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyways, the police were like, well, we can't stop him from doing this. So we're going to shut the bridge down. What? Why did these get, what? get rid of him? Well, I shut down the whole bridge. Just I think they the were guy. just like, well, we'll just shut the bridge <laughs> down. <laughs> Toss him. What? What? Well, because they Toss didn't. Toss him off the bridge. <laughs> because they didn't get rid of him. That's like. That's like that's like there there's a serial murderer who's stabbing people with knives and they're like, Well, we can't get him. Let's just take away the knives. Get rid of every knife on earth. <laughs> Pardon me? I think you guys I think you, <laughs> I think you guys kinda missed it. Demolish the whole bridge. Well, DA wasn't done. So he oh was like gosh. I can't get people on the bridge anymore because they shut the bridge down. Kinda put a, a damper in my day there. Yeah. How am I gonna murder anyone? How am I gonna steal their stuff, murder them? He um formed a gang. And they oh. murdered and robbed more wealthy residents. Um, <laughs> and eventually he was caught. Oh, cool. Eventually? Yeah, eventually. But he got away with that for a while. No kidding. Yeah, they shut down a bridge. <laughs> so anyways, they were going to execute him by hanging. Why not drop it? Um, drop him off the bridge. I don't know. Maybe they hung him from the... Oh, no, because they shut down the bridge. Gosh. Whoever was the chief of whatever police they were really swung and missed. Well, this is the 1810s. I mean, today the police aren't even the smartest about murder investigations. Yeah. That's why we have so many shows where it's like, why didn't the police do this? Yeah, I guess you're right. They like trample all in a crime scene and touch everything. And then they're like, oh, wait, we're not supposed to do that. Imagine going back in time to the 1810s, knowing what you know now. You could be in charge of all of Earth. Yeah. Well, they're like, just stop that. Stop it. And he didn't, and then they I shut won't. the bridge down. They're like, well, fine, we'll just shut the bridge down. Hey, cut it out. No, I won't stop. What an inconvenience for people that use the bridge all the time. Yeah, I bet you they're sitting there like... You just got that one guy that had to ruin it for everyone. Get the guy. Get him. Yeah, I well, like the bridge. They got him eventually. Yeah, before they closed the bridge. <laughs> he had enough time to figure out the bridge situation, start a gang, and murder <laughs> more people. Yeah, seriously. He just wanted to rob them. I mean... Oh, my goodness. At least it wasn't anything weird. He just, like, wanted to take their money. Yeah, okay, but so that's kind of... So many serial murders do weird stuff. <laughs> sure, but that's kind of a weird equivalency, isn't it? Yeah. Well, at least he didn't... <laughs> at least he didn't make a flute out of their leg. At least he just tossed them off the bridge. Yeah, okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> he... 
eventually was caught. They hung him or they hanged him. I don't know which one's right. And I don't hanged. Know. Okay. I believe I you. I don't know. I believe you. <laughs> I like hung better. So can we just shut down hanged? <laughs> <laughs> dear, dear word police. I think it's rude that certain words exist because they're hard for me to pronounce. Let's just shut him down. Get rid of the words. Just get rid of it. So everybody in this era was enlightened and fueled by his curiosity, like his curiosity for killing people. They were like, well, why? But like, really, when you think about it, it's like because he stole their money. He wanted their stuff. And he killed them. You have stuff. I don't make a lot of money. Like they I act like people. back then it was like weird for people to kill each other. No. I bet like you, you were killing people all the time. I bet you at any given day, at any given moment of any given day, you weren't within five square feet of a dead person somewhere. Yeah. But the weird part about <laughs> this story is that they wanted to keep his head for like- To ship to Tibet. To study. <laughs> oh, oh, they should have shipped it to Tibet. Yeah. He could have been a drum set. Yeah. Go to Tibet, be a drum set. That's a cool rhyme you just yeah, made up. It's yeah, my, it's the words to my Tibetan metal band. Um, <laughs> okay. So they wanted to study his brain, so they kept his head. And still today, you can go see it at the University of Lisbon's Faculty of Medicine. His head is perfectly preserved in a jar that just hangs out in the School of Medicine. In Lisbon? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's in Portugal, right? Yes. Right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Portugal. So his head existed for his head still like there. Yeah. He Holy just, moly. So a lot of people when they obviously passerbyers when they are in that school, they can see his cold glaze just staring at him. Hey, what's or up? Or at them. Lucky. Yeah, it's in a glass jar. Man, I wish I could throw you guys off a bridge. That's what he's saying. Uh, surprise, surprise. The secret to his evil was not discovered. Yeah, I was going to say, what on earth did the people who thought... Well, there's a guy throwing people off a bridge. Let's not find the guy. Let's shut the bridge down. What on earth did they think they were going to find Maybe. out looking at a brain? There was going to be like a big like red glowing light like, here's the issue. Here's the issue. Maybe their heads should be studied. The yeah. police of why they weren't just like, let's get rid of this guy. I mean, I don't know. I would like to think because back then it was all sort of, it was all mostly just like figure it out as you go in terms of medical right. science and stuff. So to me to like find a dude's head like well we finally killed the guy who was throwing people off the bridge we did shut down the bridge let's get this guy's brain and see what we can find out in 1810 i just imagine them just like holding it and like maybe like poking parts and being like that's still all feels squishy yeah Looking and they're some... probably like let's just put it in a jar where do we do we We've maybe bit off more than we can chew and then someone like someone like good idea let me bite the brain and they bit it and they're like i don't think that did anything you think someone bit a brain I bet you uh, in to history advance... someone's bitten a brain. Oh yeah. Well, people eat brains. Well, you mean Cannibals. human brains? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there was yeah. that story where in Germany this person wrote, and this is like one hundred percent factual. Someone wrote online somewhere and said, "Hey, I would love to kill and eat somebody." And then people were like saying, hey, you can go ahead and kill and eat me. So I bet you that person ate That's some brains. Weird. It's bizarre and it's real wacky stuff. Why? Just why? Uh, people's brains are different. I don't know. Shutting down the bridge is like the equivalent of like, hey, a bunch of bad stuff happens on the internet. Let's shut it down. Like that would never happen. That's a really good. That's a really good comparison. That's really good. But yeah, that would never happen. Man, we're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> We're so smart. Yeah, but I mean, those are just the little stories I have. I like those stories a lot. Those were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Weird. really, I had, you know what? I had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we've realized that people that we know are aliens. Uh, all of them We are. might be aliens mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Tibet is scary. Yeah, Tibet. But also, Tibet is the home of a lot of delicious food and really good yeah. dumplings. Like, is it worth it? Like, if I get really good dumplings before someone makes my thigh bone into a trumpet, yeah. you might have to do it. I would do it. I would do it. Maybe you sign a release form when you go over there. Yeah. If me... you were to be turned into a trumpet, are you content with this? Mm-hmm. I would be fine with that. What if... about a piccolo? What if you have little bones? Well, you could use, um, you could use like, I don't know what bones are called, but like, like a little flute? from your elbow to your wrist, you could probably make that a little flute or like a little piccolo. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be adorable. But you can look up uh, Tibetan human trumpet bones. Yeah. There's pictures. They're really pretty. I'm sure they're gorgeous. I mean, they're carved really nice and I don't know. Well, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Lindsay. No problem. (laughs) Well, I think that's the end of our show. Okay. Fine. See if I care. I do care. I'm sad. Before we thank Eli, because we're going to, please head over to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and take a look at all the different levels, $1, $2, $5, $10, and $20, and see if you'd like to support the network. If you listen to our show, maybe listen to more shows and then get even more inspired to be a donor and help keep our network afloat. We'd love it. Absolutely. And we're going to be doing a lot of side uh, stuff. I know that I brought the witch casting spells into the the podcast at one point and i think we're gonna do a little uh segment on that too yes there will be a few i don't know how many but there will be a few little witches spells by Lindsay uh as bonus content as well on the patreon yeah the last one was about how to always have a parking space and we've tried it it's worked every time (laughs) (laughs) Now I will thank Eli. Thanks, Eli. Eli wrote the music for our show that you heard in the beginning, middle, and end. You can find Eli on social media at Eli Who Does Music. He's a special boy. He's a gentle boy. He's a gentle boy. He's a nice boy. He'd be a terrible person to make a human trumpet out of. Why say that? Because he's just a very little boy. He's a mini man. He's a very little man. He's a little man. It'd be a very little trumpet. Yeah, I would say make some drumsticks out of Eli's legs. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Cool. Give him to the drummer in Slipknot. Forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network and all the people that support the Scavengers Network, which is all of you. Yes. Even if you're not a member of the Patreon, if you're listening, you're supporting. And we thank you so, so much. Absolutely. You can find all of the podcasts, including us, at thescavengersnetwork.com. Um, you can also follow us on social media at spooky underscore spouses on Instagram or Twitter. Or send us an email at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com. That was really good. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) And one thing that is not really good is the entire episode, we've had to keep Molly quiet, and now she's asleep. Yes. Cool. So until next week, have a Tibetan metal band Monday. Have a tidy up house proud mouse (laughs) Monday. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Both Mondays? I think that's fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. It's when we're we release it on Monday. Yeah, we're 70. We we're 70. Care. We forgot about the other days of the week. I forget. I am tired <laughs> all the time. Well, everyone, we will see each and every one of you next week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.
Oh, are you recording? No. <laughs> Why did you have to look, like, look around the mic? I just didn't know if there were any I'm just wo- testing my mic. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know if there were any words you had locked up. You just wanted to just get out of your system. Mm. I'm not recording. Cheesy Tatoes. Okay. Anything else at all? Um, no, that's it. Okay. I'll start recording now. Okay. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.